We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for November 16th, 2014. And today we have about a 13-page study. Uh, I don't know how long this is going to take me to get through. It might be three to four parts. I've got some pretty lengthy audios, some really uh, breaking, kind of cutting-edge news today on some of the things that just happened pretty much in the last week. And um, I'll just kind of go ahead and get right into it now. We're going to talk more about the uh, the amnesty for the illegal aliens and Obamacare starting out here. And the first report is entitled Working for ICE, which means Immigration Custom Enforcement, is H-E-L-L right now as Obama plans amnesty for illegals. Morale among officers at Immigration and Custom Enforcement, already low, has reached a new bottom as illegal immigrants expecting amnesty from President Obama taunt and ridicule the overworked police officers, according to a new report. Yes, said one, working for this agency is H-E-L-L right now. One of the ICE officers said that. That was the latest message to immigration policy critic uh, Jessica M. Vaughn, Director of Policy Studies for the Center of Immigration Studies. She has charted the woes of the officers who carry out the President's orders. <clears throat> In a new paper, she wrote, The President's gradual uh, calculated dismantling of our immigration system has caused morale to plummet in the agencies of, the, I mean, it's pretty bad when it's Department of Homeland Security, uh, that the morale's plummeting. Career immigration officials have courageously objected to public and sometimes resorted to lawsuits to draw attention to the administration's subversion of the law. In denial about their principled objections to this scheme, now the president is hoping to stifle their voices by offering them a pay increase as part of this outrageous plan. So he's trying to buy them off, buy their silence, essentially. His assumption is that they are motivated by money shows how little respect he has for men and women who have devoted their careers to public service and immigration. Well, we've told you before that they're, you know, they're the border patrol agents as well. You know, they're being disarmed, they're being furloughed, they're being laid off, they're being assigned to paperwork tasks, anything to keep them away from actually doing their job. Uh, this is what is being done across the board here. It seems like ICE, Border Patrol, anybody policing the border. Obama is making sure he's doing everything he can do to sabotage their efforts because he is of his father the devil and of his works and of his lusts. He will do. He's just like his 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 father, Satan. And um, he, is, he is basically the closest thing to a walking embodiment of that uh, as far from a <clears throat> high-level political leader, presidential office that I've ever seen. I mean, right up there... You know, I wouldn't put him anything uh, uh, not on par with anyone of the most wicked, evil people we've seen in the last hundred years. Stalin, Hitler, these types of things. He's got the same heart. He would want to, if he was allowed to get away with it, do all that they did and more. He just hasn't been able to quite get there um, at this point. Now, thank God. But if if he had his druthers... If he had his way, uh, you, you better believe that that's exactly the the road that... that and and he's, he's got us. He's trying to set everything up. And I understand he's a puppet and these types of things, but he's more than a willing puppet. And I understand he's controlled by handlers that are above him. 
but uh, he is the one signing the executive orders. He is the one pulling the trigger on these things, and he is the one that needs stopped uh, regarding all of this. And, and Christians should be uniting in prayer uh, against this forked tongue devil, and uh, on their knees praying, fasting, educating others, um, whatever, however the Lord leads you. In, in in that regard, because it 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 is a battle uh, regarding his satanic agenda, most pro-abortion, pro-gay, pro-evil president we have ever seen, bar none. Nobody could even compare with this guy in American history. So um, o- Obama is the spiritual is is one of the chief spiritual battles. He he is the embodiment. He he is how Satan is manifesting his will in America through Obama. This is what we're seeing here. And it's, it's more blatant every day that this devil stays in office. So, <clears throat> Vaughn told Secrets that he had been concerned about morale in ICE and raised the issue with Homeland Security, Jay Johnson. Uh, she said that officers are concerned that illegals with criminal records are being released under Obama's policies. Well, of course they are. If they're a criminal, they're going to be given preferential treatment. Um, all of the rapes that are occurring, that are all being covered up. I got into that last week again a little bit. All that's starting to be documented now. Um, the rapes of children, primarily. And how that's just being totally swept under the rug. Because we can't, we can't present the illegal aliens in any kind of negative light in the mainstream media. They, they have to be, you know, above reproach and basically can get away with murder. And that's fine. You know, if it's evil, it will be glorified in this country. That this is this is the state we find ourselves in. So they're being released under Obama's policies, and that some immigrants taunt the officers, believing that the policies protect them. It showed um, in the cover story. It showed them the illegal aliens giving them the middle fingers and stuff like that. You know, this is how this is what happens when you let a wicked person get his way. And you can say, well, they're all not all they're not all wicked, okay? But they're here illegally, okay? What they're doing is wrong. What they're doing is criminal. Just because our wicked, evil government is condoning it and giving it the green light so that they can implement their new world order agenda and destroy this country from within, doesn't make it right. So when you embolden a wicked person, they will just act out even more. They will show their true colors even more, just like Islam is doing. The more you embolden it, the more you you um, you just kind of let it do what it does, the more wicked it will become. The more those devils and demons that occupy those people will manifest and, and show themselves to be what they are. Vessels of Satan. Vessels of wrath fitted or prepared ahead of time for God's destruction. I don't mean that every illegal alien automatically by default or, or unsaved and all going to hell. I'm not saying that. But but a large percentage of these people are criminals. That's a proven fact. Or in drug cartels. Um, I mean, <laughs> you know, that's been proven time and time again. So let's go further. And this is why they're bringing them in. They're trying to import as much wickedness into this country as they possibly can to destroy the country from within. Next report. Primarily illegal alien criminals and their U.S.-born children make up more than 40% of the new Medicaid recipients at a cost of $4.6 billion per year. 
So it's only $4.6 billion. I, again, they're trying to bankrupt the system. This is another agenda from them. Bring, bring all of the, the diseases over the border that they're bringing over. Bankrupt um, even the welfare systems. From from within, you know, the subsidies, the wealth, the the I mean, the, I mean, the the hospitalizations. All of this is coming out of the taxpayers' pockets, primarily the middle class. They're the ones footing the bill, so they're going to use this to destroy the middle class by putting such an unbearable tax burden on them to support these these devils that are here that should not be here that are here criminally. They're illegal aliens. And so, this is what they do. They destroy the middle class from within, um, primarily in one of the ways is through all of the taxation that, that will be imposed upon them through Obamacare and through other methods in order to support this, this satanic thing that is happening with the illegal aliens. And that's just one thing they're doing to destroy the country. So... Uh, going further, it's only $4.6 billion, and it's only 40% of all new Medicaid recipients. Only 40%. 40. $4.6 billion this is costing America. The Center for Immigration Studies, a low immigration advocacy group, released this report early Thursday. The report was issued as President Obama prepared to unveil his executive action to reduce deportations, see, he wants to he wants to make sure not very many. I mean, we want to make sure nobody's being deported. I mean, unless they're good, and unless they're you know probably here legally and, and and are contributing to America. We want to deport them. We want to keep all the wicked ones here, though. I mean, that's that's obviously um, something Obama would want. And also allow more illegal immigrants to remain in the country and also to enter the country. Because all this is going to do is incentivize more illegal aliens to come over. And what I heard also this week is that when this amnesty and all of this garbage that he's trying to railroad through comes to pass, that the children, all of these children that supposedly, well, did come, uh, that we heard so much about. A, a lot of that, I think, was was also um, they're classifying, you know, teenage boys that are in gangs, gangs, uh, Mexican gangs, and, and Central American gangs as children. But that their parents, because of whatever amnesty will be imposed, will now be able to come as well. Hey, why not the whole family do along with that? I'm sure that they'll try to arrange for all of that to happen. Again, to destroy the country at an accelerated rate. And then we have this week, MIT professor, next report, Jonathan Gruber, who just can't keep his mouth shut, this this devil, fork-tongued devil from the pit of hell, a fourth video, a fourth, now there's also been a fifth, I've heard, solidifying the relationship between him and the Obama administration has now surfaced what follows as a compendium of brazen directives to undermine the American people, his treasonous cult-like zeal for the financial burden he and others campaigned into the lives of the average citizen. Should be viewed by everyone in this country. This video speaks for itself. Now, there's a couple other related links that you can click on here in the PDF for November 16, 2014, uh, which are entitled Gruber and the Obamacare Deception. And um, there's another one here, too. But I want to play this, this brief video here where we kind of get into this. 
transparency is a huge political advantage. How in the world? So that was Gruber saying lack of transparency is a huge political advantage. In other words, lying to people, not disclosing the facts about whatever we're putting in front of you, that's a huge political advantage. Yes, if you're satanic, if, if, you're, if you're of your father the devil, sure it is. Keep everybody in the dark. My children are destroyed for lack of knowledge. We're not to be ignorant of Satan's devices. Why? Lest he get an advantage of us. So he's always going to try to hide these things from us because he wants to get an advantage of us. Can this be HIPAA compliant? With HIPAA is designed to protect the patient's privacy, and this explicitly says, in order to continue... I think this is a congressman, Mr. Barton, from Texas. In you, you have to accept this condition that you have no privacy, or no reasonable expectation of privacy. Three different people were given access to her... See, this is also a huge goal of Obamacare, which is to find out and to regulate and micromanage every single aspect of your life. Uh, you go into this system, and you have to basically disclose every single thing, every single privacy. You have no more privacy w within this framework of Obamacare. This is the way, that, and again, this is all about uh, data mining collection, controlling you from cradle to grave. Um, uh, also, mental health screening, where, I mean, if, if you identify yourself as a Christian or somebody that's, let's say, pro-life, or believes in the Second Amendment, or whatever, uh, you're going to be classified as a, as a terrorist, you're going to be classified most likely as high risk. Uh, if you've ever been on any type of psychotropic meds, that's going to be another excuse they're using to take your guns away, which is what they're doing in New York right now. Just put out a link about that this week. Uh, so, uh, again, this is why I've always emphasized that privacy is a huge issue, because it is a huge near and dear issue to Satan. Okay, if it's really important to Satan to find out every single thing he can about you, then it really ought to be important to you to not let that happen, to whatever degree you can prevent it. Her account, her address, and her social security number. And John Kerry said, no, 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 we're going to tax your health insurance. We're going to tax those evil insurance companies. We're gonna okay, this is Gruber. This is Grubby Gruber, Jonathan Grubby Gruber. They pose a tax that if they sell health insurance, it's too expensive, we're going to tax them. And conveniently, the tax rate will happen to be the marginal tax rate under the income tax code. So basically, it's the same thing. We just tax the insurance companies. They pass it on higher prices. That offsets the tax break we get. It ends up being the same thing. It's a very clever, you know, basically exploitation of the, of, the, of the lack of economic understanding of the American voter. Well, so because American voters are, are stupid, and he said that before, you know, this is how they work things. This is, it's an exploitation of the stupidity of the average American voter is what he's saying. First off, the bill has 10 years of tax increases, about half a trillion dollars, with 10 years of Medicare cuts. Okay, I believe they're talking about, um, um, this is a person, this is, well, uh, he, he, I think he might run for president, uh, this guy, I forget his name. Anyway, um, he's talking to Obama, I believe, and, and they're talking about Obamacare. About half a trillion dollars to pay for six years of spending. We will keep this promise to the American people. Okay, so here comes the lie, because every time he makes a promise, you know it's a lie. If you like your doctor, you will be able to keep your doctor. Lies. Period. Uh, but for the average person, many of fo uh, folks who don't have health insurance initially, um, you know, they're going to have to make some choices. And 
they might end up having to switch doctors in part because they're saving money. Oh, right. Saving money is what Obamacare is all about. Even though he just said, if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. But now he's saying the opposite. Why? Because he is a fork-tongued devil liar from the pit of hell. Supreme Court is going to take that case, and the question is, are they going to stick to the way it was written, or are they going to rewrite it? That the interesting thing about the bill, all to Dr. Russell Blaylock, it's a gigantic blank check. Their insurance is... So in other words, Obamacare is a gigantic blank check. They can do whatever they want with it. They can say whatever they want. They can impose on you whatever they want to impose. Stronger, better, more secure than it was before. Premiums go up. Employers? Again, everything out of his mouth is a lie. He's not going to want to pay those premiums. They're going to put, pass on as much as possible to the employee. We said, well, that's pretty much the same thing. So why does it matter? Said, You'll see. And they're both in that past. Because America is too stupid to understand the difference. See, he said, Gruber just said, America's too stupid to understand the difference. That we're literally being taxed through Obamacare. This is how they're, um, remember what I said, taxing the middle class out of existence? How I've said to create an ultra, ultra rich, ultra elite class and an ultra poor class? Well, this is how they, they got, they got to get rid of whatever's in the middle. Okay? And to make us all dependent upon the government for, for everything. And so this is how they do it. They tax the middle class out of oblivion, and a main, main way it's coming down the road is through Obamacare. This record is too stupid to understand it. It's real cost control that we know it'll work, go after this. Now the problem is, it's a political nightmare. And people say, no, you can't tax my benefits. It feels like... So what we did a lot in that room was think about, well, how could... Talk about, well, how could we make this work? And Obama's like, well, you know... I mean, he's really a realistic guy. He's like, look, I can't just do this. He said, it's just not going to happen politically. The bill will not pass. How do we manage to get there through phasings and other things? And we talk- So this, this devil, this, um, this cloven hoof devil, Gruber, is telling us how they exploited the stupidity of the American public and how they railroaded Obamacare down the throat. Because Obamacare, Obama tells him, he's like, listen, we just can't. I mean, this is like a one-on-one conversation they're having that he's relating we, we just can't do what we want to do. We've got to do this through trickery, through deceit, through deception. So this is how they, this, he's explaining how it was done. Talked about it. Um, and he was just very interested in that topic. And once again, that ultimately became the genesis of what's called the Cadillac tax in the health care bill, which I think is one of the most important and bravest parts of the health care law. Bravest. And um, doesn't get nearly enough credit. Lack of transparency is a huge political advantage. And basically, you know, call it the stupidity of the American voter or whatever. But basically, that was really, really critical to get him to think to pass. Did you believe this guy? He's just, he's right out there, the architect of, of a huge phase of Obamacare. And he's basically saying the stupidity of the American voter was integral for us getting this passed. I mean, it's just so in your face. I mean, this alone should be causing so much backlash. I mean, that they're openly, flagrantly admitting to this now. Okay, so that's all we have for um, for that for that particular part there. Um, let's go further. Uh, let's see here. Okay, so this is um, the next report regarding Obamacare. During her Friday program on Fox Business Network, Melissa... Francis made a truly scandalous revelation. She said, when I was at CNBC, I pointed out to my viewers that the math of Obamacare simply 
didn't work. Not the politics, by the way, just the basic math. And when I did that, I was silenced. Frances began her program with two of the recent uh, Jonathan Gruber videos, which we just played you some sound clips from that, in which he admits that when he helped craft Obamacare, he picked the verbiage that would fool stupid Americans, quote stupid, you've heard him say it, Frances, who has a degree in economics from Harvard, followed the clip with her account of being taken out to the woodshed at CNBC after explaining that the basic math of Obamacare didn't make any sense. She said, straight from the horse's mouth, Jonathan Gruber telling you that the architects of Obamacare think that you're stupid, and most importantly, they're absolutely counting on your lack of economic understanding. They aren't the only villains in the story, though. They're also depending on the liberal media to help them cover up the truth. So far, NBC, ABC, and LA Times, and the Associated Press and others, have been only too happy to comply. Those outlets have not even mentioned the video evidence from Jonathan Gruber. Again, there's there's no a lot of people don't even know about this at this point um, because it's being totally silenced and totally suppressed, so Satan can keep you further in the dark. Essentially, <clears throat> it is shocking, but it actually doesn't surprise me because when I was at CNBC, now this is uh, Melissa Francis talking. When I was at CNBC, I pointed out to my viewers that the math of Obamacare simply didn't work. Um, not the politics, by the way. The the basic math, but when I did that, I was silenced. I said on air that you couldn't add millions of people to the system and force insurance companies to cover their pre-existing conditions without raising the price on everyone else. I pointed out that it couldn't possibly be true that if you like your plan, you can keep it. That was a lie. And in fact, millions of people have had their insurance canceled. As a result of what I said at CNBC, I was called into management where I was told that I was, quote, disrespecting the office of the president. What what an abomination. Disrespecting that devil who deserves nothing but disrespect. Look at what, look at all the wickedness that he has done. I could go on for ten audios that are probably two hours a pop and not even cover all of the wicked things he has done since he's been in office. But she was disrespecting the office of the president by telling what turned out to be the absolute truth. So I just wish there was more like her. Okay, so let's proceed with our next report uh, regarding Obamacare. Free and affordable health care just gets better and better. In 2015, the government will be activating some new incentives quote incentives, embedded in the Affordable Care Act in an effort to get more people to sign up. But as is often the case, when the government says one thing, they mean exactly the polar opposite. In this case, when they say incentive, what they really mean is that you're going to be penalized if you fail to acquire government-mandated health insurance. But not just you, your children as well, who apparently no longer belong to you anyways, based on recent court rulings, and will be fined for your failure to get them on the insurance rolls. Penalties for failing to secure health insurance plans will rise steeply next year, which could take a big bite out of some families' pocketbooks. The penalty is meant to incentivize. What they really mean, my comment here, is is strong-arm blackmail is what they're doing. They're just... They're just strong-arm blackmailing you, essentially, into getting uh, health insurance. 
<clears throat> they're incentivizing, though. They call it an incentive to get people to uh, get coverage, says senior analyst Laura Adams of InsuranceQuotes.com. This year, I think a lot of people are going to be in for a shock. Well, what would you expect? I mean, with this, particularly this current administration, <clears throat> the financial penalty for skipping out on health coverage will more than triple to 325 per person in 2015 or 2% of income that that will be the um financial penalty up to 2% of your income depending on whichever is higher children will be fined at half the adult rate of $162 dollars and 50 cents for those under 18 years old those that so that's your strong arm blackmail quote incentive either sign up for obamacare at a rate of roughly 750 a month um or more for a middle class family of four or pay 325 and, and i know it's a lot higher than that for some people as well or pay 325 penalty per person or two percent of your income whichever is higher Plus, if you have kids, they've been, quote, incentivized, too. Moreover, if you fail to sign up for Obamacare and subsequently refuse to pay your penalty, your house could be raided by armed IRS agents, seized by the government, and you'll be in prison then for tax evasion. And don't think they they won't try this. I mean, if you give Satan an inch, he will take a mile. Like I said, if there's not enough pushback against this, this is exactly what will happen in order to control you and micromanage you at every single level. Uh, Obamacare is the quintessential essence of that. Getting in your business, bankrupting you, um, categorizing you, and ultimately controlling you. It's pure evil. Welcome to the new America, where the government now has the power to compel you to purchase products from private companies under the threat of imprisonment or even death. Yes, death. Because if you run from those IRS agents, or, God forbid, fight back, they're going to use their brand new militarized AR-15s to, quote, ensure your compliance. This is where this is all heading. This may seem far-fetched right now, but, again, you give Satan an inch, he takes a mile. This is what is going, this is where they want this all to end up. You know, totally controlling you, cradle to grave, lock, stock, and barrel, everything about your life. You be a good little Nazi and do as you're told. And if not, well, you'll be in prison, your family will be imprisoned or taken away, and you may die. This is the type of thing they're trying to impose. They're trying to literally impose their satanic will uh, on Americans, essentially. At this point, the only chance Americans have for complete destruction of the Affordable Care Act is for a Supreme Court ruling expected in spring of 2015. That's their opinion, I guess. If the court rules against Obamacare it's o- it, over its illegal federal subsidies, then the law could fall apart almost instantly. Cindy Vinson and Tom Washura were big believers in the Affordable Health Care Act. They vote independent and are proud to say they helped elect and re-elect President Obama. I, I'm, I'm glad they're, they're still proud to say that. Because... You know, I see people with Obama bumper stickers and I'm thinking, what type of delusional devil would have that on their car and proudly have that on their car and keep it on their car? I can't comprehend that level of delusional evil. I'm sorry, I can't comprehend it. 
you look at his body of work. Anyway, so, but they were floored. They, like many other Bay Area residents who pay for their own medical insurance, were floored last week when they opened their bills. Their policies were being replaced with pricier plans. Remember, we got to pay for all this other garbage that the government's doing, like bringing all the illegal aliens in and, and, and feeding them and housing them and doing all these things for them, providing them free health care and all these other things. we got to pay for that. You know? And so... It's going to cost a ton of money. Well, this is one of the ways that they're they're passing this on to the middle class, who are primarily the ones that are paying this. But they were floored when they opened their bills. Um, their plans were being replaced with pricier plans that conform to all the requirements of the new health care law. Of course, I want people to have health care, Vincent said. I just didn't realize I would be the one who was going to pay for it personally. Well, what? wow, you're finally waking up. You're getting a little rude awakening there. Who do you think was going to pay for it? And that source was from the Democrat voters confused. <laughs> Why should they be confused? They helped put this guy in proudly. And now he's just giving them what, you know, um, they begged for in a way. I mean, you look at this guy's past history. You had to know that, that he was going to implement pure evil. So... Let's go ahead and go forward here. Next report, Muscle Russell Moore, Rick Warren to join Pope Francis with Muslims Buddhists for Interfaith Conference. Russell Moore, the president of the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission of the Southern Baptist Convention. So this is the state of affairs we're in. We got the Southern Baptist Convention. Okay, the president of that, of the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission. Russell Moore. He's joking up with Saddleback megachurch leader Rick Warren, and they'll team up also with the Roman Catholic Pontiff Pope Francis later this month for an interfaith Vatican conference on marriage and family. Compliment, complementarity? Yeah, complementarity of man and woman, which is the name of the com- conference, will be held November 17th through 19th, that starts tomorrow, at the Vatican and is expected to feature more than 30 speakers from over 20 countries, according to Catholic News Service. Those of Jewish, Islamic, Buddhist, Hindu, Jana Shashina, Taoist, Sikh religions will be present, as well as Roman Catholics and professing, quote, Christians. The event is sponsored by the Pontifical Council for the Family the Pontifical Council for Interreligious Dialogue, and the Pontifical Council for Promoting Christian Unity. I hope that this gathering of religious leaders can stand in solidarity on on the common grace, creational mandate of marriage and family as necessary for human flourishing and social good. Moore, Russell Moore, the Southern Baptist guy, wrote in a blog post this week, Entitled, Why I Am Going to the Vatican. You go get him, Russell. You, you, you work for Satan, buddy. You're doing his bidding. You're doing his work. And I'm sure he is beaming ear to ear over you and Rick Warren's efforts and all of your other devil ilk out there 
seeking to take as many people to hell and then the lake of fire through your wonderful one world religion unity that you are going forward on in your corporate 501c3 status like a freight train to hell. You go get them, Russell. That's what Satan's saying. I also hope that we can learn from one another about where these matters stand about. See, this is why I don't recommend yoking up with Catholics. Even, I mean, it's one thing if you're going to go protest at Planned Parenthood, but I don't recommend you yoking up with Catholics that are there. Well, we have common ground. Yeah, well, we have common ground with them on a lot of morality issues. Of course, that's becoming less and less even with uh, what the Pope's doing and how he's embracing the gays and, and, and even abortion and th- things of this nature. So that's getting less and less. Uh, but we're not to be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. And the Catholics believe in a totally different gospel than a true born-again Bible-believing Christian. They are saved through works. They are saved by keeping the seven sacraments. They are saved through works. And the Bible says that, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. It's not of works. And that was Ephesians 2, 8, 9. But, so they're, they're saved through keeping all of their works. And then even when they die, they, they, you know, you gotta go through the whole purgatory thing, and you gotta have people praying you out of purgatory, and, you know, I mean, it's, it's a dicey proposition, being a Catholic, I'll tell you. And so, a, a born-again Bible-believing Christian has no, no business going, especially, you know, then you're also yoked up with Islam, and Buddhism, and Hinduism, and Taoism, and the Sikh religion, and, I mean, you know, this is insane. But again, what they're trying to do is establish where can we have common ground and then use that as a building block for establishing the one world religion under Antichrist and false prophet. This is where why they're, they're seeking all this, quote, dialogue and unity. And it's ultimately for that, for that purpose, which the Bible does predict will happen. And so, <clears throat> going further... He goes on to say, I hope also that we can learn from one another, one another about where these matters stand around the world. I could care less. Learning from other devil death cults that are taking their members to hell. I want to see them saved, but I'm not, it's not my concern to learn every facet of their cult. You know, now if, that, if that's to evangelize them, if you have a calling to literally go to a specific religion to, um, you know, lead them to the Lord. Okay, I get that. I get that. But that's not the, the reason for these people. They're not seeking to convert anyone. They're all seeking to come together in unity. Rick Warren, the author of The Purpose Driven Life, has spoken glowingly of Pope Francis during several public interviews about the pontiff and the Roman Catholic religion, all the more reason that he is, you know, the forked tongue liar that he is. Pope Francis is doing everything right. This is Rick Warren's quote. Pope Francis is doing everything right. Everything. It's a pretty broad statement. You see, people will listen to what we say if they like what they see. Oh, isn't that what the Bible says too? Be a man pleaser. Be a people pleaser. 
Go with the flow. Make people like you. Follow your heart. Isn't that what the Bible says? The Bible says that which is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of the Lord. And that the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. The Bible teaches the exact opposite of this. Now, I understand you could say, well, what if you were kind to something like that? I get that, okay? But he's trying to be a people pleaser. He's trying to tickle the ears of as many people as possible so that they all come together in unity under the one world religion, under Antichrist and false prophet. That is why Rick Warren was put on this planet. Being the vessel of wrath, fitted, meaning prepared ahead of time for God's destruction, that he is. The wicked go astray from the womb. They speak lies as soon as they be born. That is what Rick Warren's purpose is on this planet. God has made, have made all things for himself, yea, even the wicked for the day of evil. God's even made the wicked for the day of evil, for the day of destruction. I don't quite understand all of that, but Rick Warren, that's his purpose on this planet. Ultimately, to try to get as many people into hell as possible. That's why he was put here. I'm not saying God did that, but the way that he is chosen is evident of that. He's evil. And he can't be anything but evil. It's not in his nature. I know I need to stop sugarcoating things. You know? Come off my high horse, but... Anyway, Warren stated this on Catholic television network EWTN earlier this year. I hope he starts wearing a priest collar. I think that, like Benny Hinn kind of does. I think that would be a good look for him. I really do. Maybe wear a rosary around his neck. Maybe one of those those Pope Pope miters. You know, the Dagon hats. I think that would be a good look for him. I really do. And maybe a clown nose and clown shoes to kind of complete the motif, to complete the whole look. I'm just throwing things out there, you know. Anyway, his kissing... Here's Rick Warren talking about Pope Francis. His kissing of this deformed man, his loving the children, this authenticity, this humility, the caring for the poor, this is what the whole world expects Christians to do. And when they go, oh, that's what a Christian does. In fact, there was a headline here in Orange County, and I love the headline. I saved it. It said, if you love Pope Francis, you'll love Jesus. Well, here's my comment on that. Like the selfless act of Satan, I mean, like this selfless act by Satan, I mean Pope Francis. This is this is if you love Pope Francis, you love Jesus. Here's a headline. Pope Francis wants you to give evil priests who sexually abuse children forgiveness. Pope Francis made his first public plea for forgiveness on Friday for the, quote, evil committed by priests who molested children. What about the ones that are still molesting them? The The whole army of molesting, malevolent Catholic priests. What about them? Because it's still going on everywhere. They just keep hiding them and moving them and suppressing and buying people off and just like they have done for hundreds or thousands of years at this point. Over a thousand years. 
Yes, he wants you to forgive them. All is good. Forgive our, our whole army of molesting priests, pedophilic devils. They're misguided, sure. You know? But they love children so much, they just couldn't help themselves, evidently. Is, I, I guess that's the message that he's, he's trying to convey. He was using some of his strongest words yet on the Roman Catholic Church sexual abuse crisis. So, but he wants you to, to forgive them. Forgive and forget, really, is what we're talking about here. Okay, so going further, the Argentinian-born pontiffs, and I've done whole teachings exposing this devil, what he did before he became Pope, and that's why they wanted him to be Pope, because he is a corrupt, evil devil. You don't get in that position unless you're corrupt and evil. He named a high a high-level group on the scandal, including an abuse victim, had to take a stronger stand on the scandal that has haunted it for more than two decades. See, it's so out of control. There's so much proof in, in these types of things coming out about it that you get to a point where even if you're the Pope, you can't ignore it anymore. So he had to say something. So his, his rationale, his thing was, we need to forgive these evil priests who sexually abuse the children. He goes on to say, quote, I feel compelled to personally take on all the evil that some priests, quite a few in number, to personally ask for forgiveness for the damage they have done for having sexually abused children. See, that's why, you know, they have the audacity to say they're the only true Christian religion when there's this rotten, sickening, putrid, disgusting fruit that it has borne through the decades and through the the ages that it has been around. The the 50 plus million martyrs that the Inquisitions caused. Many of them true born again Bible believing Christians that wouldn't, you know, consent to infant baptism and things of this nature were tortured in the most horrific way. I've went over this stuff in detail. They still have these torture implements. And in a documented in depth how they killed these people and then burned them at the stake. Millions of these people that they did this to. But we're supposed to forgive them too and just do, you know. I'm not saying as a Christian we're not supposed to forgive. But this is unrepentant. This is an unrepentant Catholic church. Okay, it's not like they've reformed their ways and they've, they've went down another path and they're not, they're not wicked and evil anymore. They're more wicked and evil than ever. When you spring from a corrupt root, you're going to produce corrupt fruit. And there's nothing you can do to correct that. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? They were corrupt from their foundation and they will always be corrupt. The only solution for the Catholic Church is pure eradication of that devil death cult. I'm not saying we go out and do that. I'm saying that from a biblical standpoint, that is the only way that devil institution will not produce corrupt fruit, is eradication of it. Just like they've tried to eradicate every vestige of true Christianity in the world. And that's been proven over and over again. That's, that's what they do. 
I have documented all so many of the absolute horrific Catholic travesties that have been committed over the ages, and you know, they only they only submit some apology or when things get so bad that they can't suppress it in the news anymore. Wicked, evil, and disgusting is what the Catholic Church is. And it's taken its adherence to hell, which is the worst thing they've ever done. Thousands and thousands every single day going to hell because of that death cult. That's their fruit. Or what about this one, this this wonderful thing that if you love Pope Francis, you love Jesus, like Rick Warren says. So, this is what Satan says, and so that should make me question it all the more. Um, when he just has come out recently, and here's the link to the report, stunner from the Pope, church should stop being obsessed, quote obsessed, with abortion, gay marriage, and contraception. We should stop being obsessed with abortion? Wow. That was that was even a stunner. No, it's not a bad thing, evidently, anymore, according to this devil. Abortion's good. It's fruitful. It's productive. Just mutilating of the babies in the womb. Innocent. But evidently, we don't need to be obsessed about that anymore. Don't worry about the 100,000 plus babies that are being slaughtered every day worldwide. You heard me right. 100,000 plus. That's according to the, I think, the United Nations. That's what they admit to. Because you've always heard the the thing about America, 4,000 abortions a day or whatever. I don't know what that actually is right now. There are some states that have really driven out a lot of the abortion clinics. I, I know Mississippi... Uh, maybe South Dakota. I there, there's there's some states that I don't. They've got like one or zero or two or they've really, you know, made an effort in that area. But over a hundred thousand babies aborted every day worldwide. All that is like is like sacrificing them to Moloch, the altar of convenience, convenience of of. Of the mom or the dad that didn't want to deal with the baby. 100,000 every day. Now, of all the things I say on a weekly basis, or of all the things I've ever said since this ministry started back in 06 or whatever, I think from God's perspective, that is the biggest thing going on on the planet on a daily basis that grieves God and the Holy Spirit. All that innocent blood flooding the land and literally cursing the land. Innocent blood brings a curse on the land and on the people. It, the, the Bible is very clear on that. You defile the land. Certain things do Child sacrifice being number one. Um, bestiality, the Bible mentions. Um, men with men, women with women. Okay, I, I've, I've given you all the verses before where it literally talks about the land being defiled. In like Leviticus, in Deuteronomy, things of that nature. But we shouldn't be obsessed with abortion anymore, according to this forked-dumb devil. 
This shows you how wicked and evil he is. And you have a guy like Rick Warren over here praising this devil, saying that if you, if, what, what was the quote again? Um, I gotta read that again because I can't believe it. The headline, he said he saved it. Rick Warren saved it. And the headline said, if you love Pope Francis, you'll love Jesus. I could have swore Jesus loved the children. And he said that if you offend one of these little ones that believeth on me, it were better that a millstone were hung about your neck and you'd be cast into the midst of the sea. I could have swore Jesus Christ said that. But evidently, that doesn't apply, saith the devil Dagon Pope. Dagon, the fish god, where he wears his Dagon Pope's mitre. Which, if you look at it from the side, it's the fish. Looks like a fish mouth. It's Dagon. And we shouldn't be obsessed with gay marriage either, according to the Pope. Because that's the other thing, main thing that defiles the land. That and bestiality. And I, I'm, I'm not saying there's not other things that defile the land. But I mean, these are, these are like, I believe, at the top of God's list. I mean, look at what he did to Sodom and Gomorrah. Do you think it was in, in the cities around about in like manner, it said? He had to kill them all. Huh. Why? Because they had defiled the land. They had totally corrupted all flesh, just like the fallen angels did in Genesis 6. And God had to wipe out the whole world with a flood. Why? Because they defiled the land, they defiled humanity, so that the seed was totally corrupted. The seed had been totally corrupted. And we're going to talk about that more a little bit later. That's what Satan's always about doing, corrupting the seed. Whether he can corrupt us sexually, or corrupt our DNA, literally, like they did in Noah's day, or corrupt you through, you know, perverse sex acts, like you know, with the gays, with the, with the, um, the sodomy and all the garbage that they get into, the disgusting, filthy lifestyle. The gays who live to be on average thirty-nine years, their lifespan is cut so incredibly short because of all the wickedness they commit. That's that's a statistical fact. Thirty-nine year average lifespan. For the average gay male. Lesbians aren't too far behind. Why? Well, you reap what you sow. The Bible talks about the wicked not living out half their days. If you start comparing that to the population, I mean, that, that does live, you get close to about half the days that you're, that you're supposed to actually be living. So, you know, I'm so glad we have this moral compass on planet Earth. People like Rick Warren and the Pope, who impose their own type of perverse, twisted, sick, satanic morality on everyone. Where they have the audacity to say that, that if you love Pope Francis, you'll love Jesus. And you look at all the things Pope Francis stands for. I mean, he's, he's literally even really... Uh, Losing a lot of, of his own, quote, flock from what I've heard because of, of all of the wicked things he stands for. They can't even take it. So I'm going back to the main report here. The meeting, this meeting where this meeting on marriage and stuff, where all of these devils are there. The meeting follows a recent synod featuring over 200 Roman Catholic bishops who gathered in Rome 
for two weeks to discuss marriage and family issues, such as homosexuality, cohabitation, and divorce. And again, they're, they're going to be getting more liberal on all of these subjects. Uh, this is a big plan of the, of the, of Satan, is, is to make sure that all religions are morally, um, debased. That there is no morality at all left in, in, in even false Christianity and even other false religions out there. The, Satan wants us all devoid of morality because then he can come in unfettered. It's like literally you're inviting Satan to take over a nation that has no morality. You give him place. You give him place. When, when you commit sin, you give Satan place in your life. And I'm not saying that because I think, I'm saying I'm perfect. Okay? At all. But I, I'm saying just a biblical fact is, is that we give Satan place in our life when we sin. Well, he's just trying to make sin normal, uh, approved, uh, right, righteous, approved. And if he can do that through the religions out there who have been, I guess you, you put the, the moral compass of, 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 you know, millions of people, whatever religion it may be, there still may be some redeeming factors with other religions out there. Like they may not, they may believe in whatever, uh, charity or, 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 or kindness or whatever in certain aspects of it. He's trying to, I really believe when it all comes down, he's going to try to strip every single even false religion of any vestige of right morality out there. It gives him more legal right to come in and to take over this planet. The more humanity willingly participates and embraces sin. That's what this is all about. The initial report generated controversy and concern over its inclusive tone, as stated that homosexuals have gifts and qualities to offer the Christian community. Well, they should be an expert on homosexuality because they've had a, a, a bevy, a, a, a literal army of pedophile priests from its very inception when, and when they, when they prohibited marriage of their priests. And of their nuns. Which is unnatural. There are some that have that gift, um, like the Bible talks about, of um, you know, being single and being able to more fully devote yourself to the Lord. You know, that's kind of where I feel like I'm at now. Personally. I'm not saying that that's my calling. I'm just saying that I can relate to that now. But it's not the norm it's not something you should try to impose on a man or a woman across the board in, in any type of priesthood. It's only going to lead to gigantic problems. And look at the fruit of it. And if you think, I mean, if you want to hear a thing I did on the, uh, the nuns, can like Sister Charlotte I think, in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. Key in that. Or nuns, I don't know. You'll find it. I mean, that, oh my word, I mean, just beyond horrific what goes on behind closed doors at these, you know, 
like where they have the nuns and in, in, in uh, <laughs> unbelievable. And then it goes on to say it was later left out or submitted in the draft as a consensus could not be reached on the matter, meaning homosexuals have gifts and qualities to offer the Christian community. So I'm moving toward that. Now, you can look at my, my teachings I've also done on Catholicism or the Pope, just key in Catholic, and then you can key in Pope. And you'll, you'll see, I've, I've spoken on the subject, I don't even know how many times. Um, and, and you will have more than enough to keep you busy for probably weeks between the PDFs and my audios. If you key that in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com, I posted uh, some of the main teachings I've done on Rick Warren here in the PDF. I'll just read you some of the titles of these studies I've done. Rick Warren, Leading Apostate Christianity Straight to Hell. Uh, then Rick Warren and Rupert Murdoch, Saddleback's most infamous member. Yes, Rupert Murdoch is a member of Saddleback Church. One of the most evil men on the planet, pornographer. Uh, then, current events, Rick Warren, Obama, uh, and Hillary. And then Rick Warren's latest demonic trap exposed, the new healthcare and wellness initiative promoting tantric sex yoga, meditation, and Reiki. Might want to avail yourself to that one. So, um, there we have that. Now, uh, I'm going to go ahead and end part one here, and we will, well, we're going to switch gears a little bit, and we, we will go to the next subject in the in part two. So God bless you, and see you in part two. Scott Johnson's 800-plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the Internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G for F-O-R truth t-r-u-t-h dot com in addition we also offer a free christian current event and health email newsletter you can sign up at contendingfortruth.com these email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists please prayerfully help us to continue this work for mail correspondence or to support this ministry our mailing address is 2359 Highway 70 Southeast, box number 321, Hickory, North Carolina, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you, and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.